0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome to another holiday edition of the Husker Online Show. We are a little bit earlier again for you, building the show around the holiday and It is the last week, not only of 2019, the last week of the decade. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus is somewhere, hopefully not in a ditch, Robin, um, trying to trek his way back uh on those treacherous interstate 80 uh, road conditions
1: yeah nate uh, was one of the many people affected by the winter storm and tried to make the drive from sydney nebraska to lincoln when the entire state <laughs> essentially was under a winter advisory he made it to gothenburg uh had a hotel up and then uh <laughs> made their made the decision to go back roads back to lincoln so we'll hope we're, we're Teas and peas, Nate. Teas and peas. We hope Nate
0: is making it back. But wanted to spend this opening segment. You know, not a lot going on. Um, obviously, with the holidays in terms of just on campus things with football and and in the, the programs. But it is the last week of the decade, so um, we're going to go very cliche here, Robin. We're going to have our special decade show of the Husker Online show, but. Um, You know, when when you look at just what the 2010s were for Nebraska, that's where where I want to start out. And I don't know. I mean, I I think you have to, when you talk about what was the biggest storyline of the decade, I mean, I think two things, joining the Big Ten and hiring Scott Frost.
1: Yeah, and I think the Big Ten probably uh, even more so, just because I mean it—it shifted um, Nebraska sports in so many different ways, not just football, but uh, go down the list of how that move, um, you know, not only impacted just the competitive aspect of. Every sport and in, in the university, but uh, the financial implications there. I mean, Nebraska got a big chunk of change uh, out of that contract, and new uh, facilities yeah. galore everywhere. And they kind of threw themselves into it, where uh, they're co- going into a completely different animal essentially going from the big 12 i mean just from football perspective and, and basketball as well but uh i mean it was a, a pretty massive um domino that fell during that time of conference realignment where once nebraska moved then it, all of a sudden things kind of uh, there's a ripple effect off of that so that they were the first real uh big piece uh to to colorado <laughs> and nebraska yeah to really to really go um when that thing was really starting to get going and so uh you know i think that not only shifted nebraska's you know decade but uh college football and college athletics in in a lot of different ways as well.
0: You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we discuss uh, what the 2010s have meant here in this decade. And, you know, the 2010s haven't brought a lot of championships uh, for Nebraska, Um, just Two conference title game appearances in football. That was the 2010 Big 12 title game and the 2012 Big 10 title game as Nebraska played in two. Um, Basketball, Robin. Nebraska made an NCAA tournament. Kind of a flukish year. I mean, everything just broke right. And, you know, Nebraska beat Wisconsin on... No sit Sunday, and that was a Wisconsin team, I believe, that
1: played for the national championship mm-hmm. that year. Yeah, I know they went to the final four, but uh, they all got you know, the the construction of PBA uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena. That was the first year, right? Yeah, t- 2013 was the was the first year of that, uh, and that believe. was that was the year they made the tournament. Yeah, and so you know that there's obviously a big step for Nebraska basketball and getting to the tournament for the first time since uh, I think the late Yeah, since since the late 90s, and so I mean, you know, they made progress, but still um, were never able to take that next step, and then you could. Throwing the the hiring of Fred Hoiberg, you know, maybe not quite the impact uh, of a Scott Frost returning home, but it's it's up there. I mean, you get a guy with that that clout in college basketball coming to Nebraska, a program that has the track record it does. Um, it was a, a pretty big coup by uh, Bill Moose in this athletic department.
0: Yeah, if I would have told you in 2008, Nebraska basketball would hire the coach of the Chicago Bulls, that was the Sweet 16 coach at Iowa State, and they'd hire Scott Frost. Who at the time was the hottest coaching candidate that year coming out in the ranks of college football. I think most people like there's this I mean, they they wouldn't believe you because mainly Mm -hmm. because Nebraska didn't really spend that kind of money on coaching hires. And that you you talked about the money and, and that's where it's different. I mean, Nebraska has gotten so much more money with the Big Ten they've been able to make hires and do things with the facilities that they never could have dreamed of doing in the Big 12 to the point where they have so much additional monies left over that they donate it back to the school where 20% of UNL students now, undergraduates, are on some sort of scholarship, like a $1,500 on average scholarship, mm-hmm. from money that's given Nebraska from the Big 10 conference.
1: Yeah, and then you pair that with, you know, the ending the decade with the announcement of the, the new football, I guess, athletic facility, 155 million dollar um, mega structure that you know will
0: which comes (laughs) out to about 85 dollars per person in the state of Nebraska if every person wrote a check to pay for this thing I mean think about that
1: I know that's crazy so I mean this it's been a lot of attempts at trying to get Nebraska athletics over the hump. You know, they're doing everything. They're, they're putting their money where their mouth is, and they have a lot more of money, uh, to back it up. And so there's been no shortage of effort on Nebraska's part, but for whatever reason, the results on the field, on the court, uh, for men's athletics here, it just, it just hasn't been there. And so now the hope is that with all the efforts and money spent during this decade, Next decade, we'll start seeing some tangible results uh, with on-field and on-court success.
0: And I, I'd be remiss to say the 2010s too, Robin. I mean, it was kind of the takeout Harvey, Harvey Perlman decade as well for Nebraska. I mean, this is a guy that was squarely involved in all of the changes of Nebraska with coaching moves, firing 9-1 coaches multiple times, um, you know, making questionable head coach hires, questionable AD hires, um, that, you know, that that took place. They, they were able, I mean, Nebraska, Jensen Perlman retired, or mm-hmm. everyone to say it, but then Sean Eichhorst was fired uh, by Hank Bounds, and I think Bounds coming in, you know, played a factor of getting Scott Frost here, so... You look at just that whole circle of stories there between Pearlman, Bounds, Eichhorst, Moose, that little deal, to me, that is a huge chunk of the 2010s
1: and kind of reshaping Nebraska's history. Yeah, it changed the face of Nebraska athletics from the very, very top, I mean, all the way up to the university administrative level. I mean, it's, uh, I certainly can't remember this much change happening in a 10-year period when you take into account all the coaching changes, all the athletic de- director uh you know you had chancellors uh you know university presidents i mean it's it's been wild this the amount of turnover that's happened from uh, top to bottom within this university and this athletic department that you know probably fairly unprecedented in, re- in at least past few decades it, it, to me this is
0: the only time where it seems like things are all on the same page where you've got a football coach and a president, an athletic director, and a basketball coach, everyone's kind of together, hand-in-hand, and the chancellor. I mean, Ronnie Green has been very, very public uh, in his his support to what's going on here and supporting Scott Frost, supporting Bill Moose. Um, So I I think that's key because there were so many years where that wasn't the case, where the chancellor wasn't on board or the AD wasn't on board or, or this or that, and the dysfunction is really, to me, as big of a storyline of the 2010s as anything.
1: Yeah, and you see it now. I mean, it's just the way things operate, you know. I, mean, I think there's so much more communication going on uh, in, in every level of this athletic department and university, far more so certainly than there was under Perlman and i where everything was kind of, you know, behind the, the curtain in Oz. Uh, now, I mean, there's an open dialogue between your football coach and your chancellor and your president and your athletic director to where, I think, and the same thing with the basketball coach. I think that there's that that, that, that um, open line of communication and dialogue that is going on right now where you're right, everybody is on the same page and pulling the rope the same direction. And that certainly could not be said in, in, in previous years. And I think that was um, you know, all the issues Nebraska had in so many different ways. You can probably pinpoint that as maybe one of the biggest culprits of anything.
0: Okay, I'm going to throw a couple over-unders at you. Over-under in the 2020s, Nebraska will win at least three divisional titles.
1: Mm. Our push. All right. Move it to two and a half, and I'll take the over. You'll take three. And I mean, it,
0: there's just so many unknowns. I mean, we've talked about taking Wisconsin down for years, and it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. So until that happens, it's hard to say much more than two to three divisional titles. Um, you know, it could easily change quickly. But um, basketball, over, under in the 20s, three NCAA tournament appearances. Over. Over. I mean, it,
1: it, I think people don't realize it's a lot easier to make oh, the NCAA. You can get basketball. good really quick in basketball because you're dealing with 13 scholarships as opposed to 85. Well,
0: and if the Big Ten is what it can be an eight
1: mid league, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like getting to the NCAA tournament should not be that hard with <laughs> for a, a basketball program that invests the type of money that Nebraska does with its its program. So I, I don't. And they got the right guy. I have no doubt in my mind. Fred Hoiberg will get them to an NCAA tournament, and he will be the first coach to win an NCAA tournament game.
0: And you play what 24, 25. 25 power games now in the big 10 so Mm -hmm. you can really manipulate the net ratings
1: and things so yeah Yeah.
0: basketball that should happen yeah
1: i I, again I, i have very little doubt in my mind that that over will hit comfortably
0: all right well when we come back we're gonna continue the all decade discussion we're gonna give our all decade team for nebraska's offense next you're listening here to the husker online show